Before we kick this show off, let's hear a word from our sponsors. So it's been a full season for the Under Pressure Outdoors crew in the Hasmore Outdoor Products Silent Seat. And let me tell you, they're worth every penny. And here are some reasons why. Number one, you can't beat the comfort level. Number two, they don't hold in moisture like rain or sweat. Number three, they completely fold out of the way when you stand up, giving you a full range of motion in your climber. And number four, they cut down on your setup and breakdown times dramatically. Don't just take our word for it. Use offer code UPO15 and get 15% off your silent seat and many other U.S.-made accessories for your climber today. You can find Hasmore Outdoor Products on Facebook and hasmore.net. That's H-A-Z-M-O-R-E dot net. And in the link in this podcast description. I'm your host, Will Krebs, and this is the Under Pressure Outdoors Podcast. I was like, doe, 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 doe. And William said something about, send picture of that doe today. And I clicked on that one. I said, hot dang, that's a buck. I don't know, scroll. Yeah, son, she's got a neck that's a mile long. I mean, that <laughs> gum. I'm telling you. She could eat a persimmon off a 20-foot tree. But I'm ready for it. What do you think, Jake? 
Yeah, I'm here. I'm, I'm uh, holding this backwards. We good now? Yeah. All right. I'm ready to go. I'm not. I'm not really uh, super excited about this walk to the boat in the morning. You know, that's going to be the trek. The trek of the of the whole trip is the the walk to the boat. It's going to be brutal. We've got cut grass and nice and smooth landscape. It, it is it is a it is a tad soggy in the morning with the dew. You know, we do live down here in Florida. It's a little bit a little bit dewy in the morning, so we're our boots are going to get wet before we actually get anywhere. So that's uh Yeah, tra yeah, that that is going to be tough. It's uh you know it's a well-built dock and and it's just not not the same as stepping out of the door from our AC into the into the boat you know we got to walk that 30 feet as low as the AC is set in that cabin right now you'd think we intend to kill a deer and just hang it to age <laughs> inside that sucker <laughs> So we don't we don't know what we're gonna do about Larry's decision to park that boat so far away. You know, with with the train and and, and all the problems we're gonna have I bet getting there. But. Listen, that's a minefield of tetanus over there where he parked that boat. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt that. Now, <clears throat> as far as getting to the island, we're we're gonna get there and oh well, we're gonna shoot some. We're gonna shoot something. Listen, I brought my slingshot. Nothing is safe. There is too many of us for something not to come back from this trip. You said we make up what fifty percent of the permits, right, Jake? <laughs> yeah, like <laughs> we better kill at least fifty percent of the deer. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna pass this over to Larry and. Let him explain why he parked so far away. The boat ain't that far. <laughs> All right. But I'm excited to be here. Hang on, let me pull out Onyx. I'll make it. <laughs> First time I got to go hunting with these guys, so I'm excited. Never been over here on this island, so I'm excited that. Compass mode. You gonna walk it? Yeah, do a pace count. It's like 60 yards, Larry. Jesus. So, yeah, what is that? 220 beer cans? We'll just double that up? <laughs> Jesus. It's too far away. No, like normal. I have other things that take precedence. So I did not make that one. But I'm excited to be here, see what we can see, do what we can do, and all in all, we're going to have some fun. We, uh, I guess me and Josh rolled into camp at about 9 o'clock tonight after the sorrento hot rods won their game uh 10 to 
three. Uh, it was their their other team, their coach dang near threw a no hitter. It was a good night for their pitcher. Um, but you know, we're all here, which I thought I really up until tonight was was convinced. Yeah, I was convinced it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> what about Steve? You just going to pick it up? Steve Christian was just reaching there and no, grabbed that log with his no, hand. No, he was. He's stirring it around with his axe there. I said, you forged that axe too? <laughs> All right, Josh. I'm excited to be here. This is the uh, closest I've been to the hunting grounds since we started this uh, adventure. How many times have you tried to come out here? I've tried twice. Jake forgot his gas can one time and didn't show up the next. So... Hopefully we get out there and I uh, just go and wing it, see what happens. All right, so here's the question. Now that we're all here, what have you realized you forgot? Socks. You forgot socks? socks? Hang on, say that again. Socks. You forgot socks? Socks. There's a, there's a washing room right there. You can just go. How about you, Jordan? What'd you forget? I can <clears throat> faithfully say this is probably in my entire life at this point. I believe this is probably the first trip I've ever come on that I actually have everything uh, that I meant to come with. Yeah. Nope, you're right. I was wrong. I didn't have the anchor. I am in that boat. I have not realized what I forgot yet. This week, drug ass. Am I the only one that... Really? Yeah. Lucky you. Listen. No, listen to this. I'm, I'm driving around today. And I'm coming down uh, 19 through Eustis, and I drive past this white GMC. I'm like, that looks like Josh, but Josh isn't where. He's not Josh. And I pull off at a at a locate ticket, and I stop in a parking lot, trying to figure out where it's at. And this white GMC pulls up next to me. It is Josh. He's like, no, nah, I, I got. All, I, I just told my boss I was leaving at one. How'd that nap go? Not very well. Got up at too hot this morning for some re odd reason. We got an hour long nap, maybe. Tell, tell us. Tell Jake why you couldn't go back to sleep. He oh, read the text message. Y'all was text message this morning when I woke up. It was a little, little weird. He was worried about the meat paste. <laughs> not the one he, not he was the one worried about the, He was worried about the dreams he would have after reading about meat paste. <laughs> but hell, well, what'd you forget, Jake? Oh yeah. Oh, let's see. I got a little list here. Toothbrush and toothpaste. Let's see what else was there. And I forgot to get new boot laces for my boots because mine broke last weekend. Last weekend. Are you wearing unlaced boots tomorrow? Uh, no, I can take my one and tie it up pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> get me through. 
I'll hit up that Dollar General tomorrow evening. I brought a whole, I brought a whole ton of paracord. It's just five fifty cord. Yeah. That'll work. You know what? I got my primer, I got my powder, and I got my shells. I'm good. My, my, my projectiles. All right. All right. Well, you know what? We're gonna give it a shot in the morning. We'll uh, we'll report back tomorrow. move through life, it's inevitable that we're going to find ourselves needing trusted advice from legal counsel, from business transactions to real estate, lawsuits to contract matters. We all need advice and assistance from time to time. Attorney Roman Hammes multi-state law practice focuses on litigation, business law, and real estate. Roman helps individuals and business owners find solutions to their legal problems. If push comes to shove, Roman is an experienced litigator with extensive trial experience and the ability to take it all the way. He's been named Super Lawyer every year from 2016 to present, a distinction given to only 5% of practicing lawyers. Most importantly, Roman is an avid hunter, angler, conservationist, and proud supporter of the UPO Nation. When you need dependable legal counsel, call Roman, 407-680-6050, Eight four three three two four one seven two seven, or email Roman at RomanVHamas dot com. That's R O M A N at R O M A N V H A M M E S dot com. Offices Florida and South Carolina. So we're back for night two after our first day's hunt. I would say, I wouldn't have called today a, a crapshoot, but we found some spots pretty much. I guess it was just uh, kind of a scout day essentially, hunt to scout. I don't know, what do you think about what you did today, Jake? Here, I'm bringing you your talking stick. I think today I walked 1.3 miles and I found a tree and I sat in that tree and I didn't see anything. That's what I, that's what I think. <laughs> um, I know tomorrow's going to be better have a little more of an idea where I want to be kind of kind of yeah just like George said just kind of walked and looked and found a place and hung out for a while that's kind of the tough part about this hunt though is <clears throat> we say we're gonna scout it but then it's not like not like you can just drive out there scout it on a regular day like you actually have to put work in to be able to go out there to scout it yeah yeah like this 
you need a boat to get there. Yeah. That's one downfall because not everyone here has a boat. I got a boat, but I don't know if it'll get us all the way there and back. Um, Will's got a boat, but you can't fit us all on his boat. So, you we know, use Larry's we boat. got Larry's boat, and if Larry's not available, well, then we're just in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> I had to excuse myself before this started. <clears throat> I had to use the bathroom. And I forgot my phone. So I had plenty of time to think. And I do believe that in my bino harness, there's still pages to a Kawasaki, Kawasaki mule manual. <laughs> Redneck teepee. Uh, I was running out, running out of dang, uh, not having toilet paper at a small game hunt last year at uh, Seminole Ranch. And the Kawasaki Mule Park there, I said, boy, there's got to be something in that thing. Digging around, found the old waterlogged manual. I did it. I know how to change starter on a Kawasaki Mule now. <laughs> got to have something to read. Yeah. But day one out. What'd you, what'd you guys cover already? Oh, yeah, just kind of. Yeah, that we didn't see nothing pretty much. I saw a bear. Oh, yeah, you did see a bear. Yeah. Had a bear come through me right about sunset. Um, we got more folks uh, around us than we expected today as well. Yo, so, and that kind of concerns me about tomorrow, man. Because last year when we were here, me and you were by ourselves on Friday. Yeah. Um, this year there was five, six, seven, nine of us out there, which is, which is quite a bit for that island, but I don't know. Yeah. I hope, uh, I hope it's one of our crew. I hope you're gunshot tomorrow. Yeah. Now, you know what was cool is I talked to that, the, the one gentleman. Oh, yeah. And he was saying he killed his first deer out there. On when the very they, first archery. On the very first archery hunt. Was he say 50-something years ago? 51 years ago. Yeah. Wow. You didn't tell me that part. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah. The guy yeah. who we pulled the bumper out of his boat so we didn't bump boats. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That guy. He said that... <clears throat> when uh, the check station like check in station check your deer in they mm -hmm. pitched a tent right there where we parked the boat and that's where FWC checked your deer in that's really cool yeah mighty nice of them since we got to drive like 45 minutes in a car get to the check station from where we're at <laughs> I don't know why they don't open the check station that's over there there is a check station there with a gamble and everything. Uh, probably because it'd be difficult to man it. I would say, yeah, you got to have somebody to man it. Yeah. But yeah, I, I still feel like, well, so here's the thing. But I also, I, I, I agree because none of the other check stations are manned. It's mm -hmm. just a gamble in a comment box. You could do the same thing on the island. Yeah. Open that up and let you drive in there and hang your deer, weigh it, and, and roll on. Uh, I don't know. Like, like I said, I, I suggested last year when I killed that deer that they put one here where we're at now. 
And like I told the guy over there, I said, I, hell, I, I'd pay for it. I tell you right now why they don't do it there is because those check stations an FWC officer can roll up to and sit at. Yeah. As people check deer and he would have to go get his boat and everything to check people in there. That's fair. And then but they would have to send somebody out there to pull the comment cards. Two, I would, I mean, if if they were okay, I know this is private property, and if they were okay with doing it here, I'd pay to put it in. I'd buy the two by six and stuff, yeah. Yeah, dude, I'd even go and get a few bags of sackcrete and put a pad here. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be hard. So. There's a public ramp, you know, not too far either. Yeah, you could put it at that one. FWC has a little... Yep. Home station there, too. Yep. That would be far more convenient than having to drive all the way around where we're having to go now. Yeah. But, and, and I don't know. And I really feel like this is a good place for it on this end because this, there's a series of islands that you're allowed to hunt, but good Lord, if you can get on to them to actually hunt them, uh, the island we're hunting and everybody else is hunting actually has a spot where you could park a boat and walk a trail in. Everything else, you're breaking brush the whole way through. So, I don't know. Yeah. We did please our other hunters today, and we trimmed up that tree for them. Yeah. Did they say anything about that when you were talking? Yeah, so I, I told them we got a late start this morning. I was like, yeah, we got a late start. We had planned on getting that tree out of the way that's across the trail, uh, but we weren't able to do it Thursday afternoon, so he just showed up late and did it this morning. He's like, oh, yeah, I saw that. I appreciate it. He's like, I... He said, that'll make it real nice. We go to drag a big buck out of here. I was like, yeah, I didn't want to have to climb under it with a climber and all kinds of other crap. He's like, yeah, I didn't like doing that. I was like, yeah. Especially because, like, when we came through here scouting, it was dry. Now it's mud. You're literally crawling in mud to get underneath that sucker. Yeah. And the but, water was higher when we left this evening, too. Was it? You know what I'm it was about an inch higher. Hmm. Must be getting rain down south. Or have gotten rain down south. What do you think, Josh? Wasn't a bad wasn't a bad first day for not scouting it. Found a think a spot I like. Try it tomorrow morning, see how it goes. And if it don't, I'll move on. Yeah, that was your first time seeing the island today, wasn't it? Today's my first day seeing the island, yes. I have not scouted it. Uh so finding the right tree was uh, took a while. <laughs> You're telling me? Listen, everybody can hear me. At Thirty minutes later, trying to climb a tree still. Listen, <laughs> y- y'all peeled off first, and by the time I found a tree uh, where I was going to climb, I was on the other side of the island, back where we started. You walked all the way around. I it. walked all the way around it. So we tried to cut through to the other side, and we got lost. <laughs> So we came back. Did you? Well, we didn't really we didn't really get lost. It just, you know, it looked like there was a trail there on the map that wasn't there in real life, you know, because the map lies to you every day. Um, it doesn't really lie, but sometimes it'll just maybe show a little clearing that it looks like it's there, but it's not actually there. And it was it just led us into a cypress swamp that was. We did find a rub in there, but it was so thick. That you could, we could barely see each other standing next to each other. I mean, them it was thick in there. A lot, I do. Of, a lot of palm, short cabbage palms and thick cypress trees. 
I do want to say that that's the, as you're talking. I saw the second shooting star fall in the exact same spot. Boy, I've seen tonight. Yeah. Yeah, I hope so. Somebody's we we gotta do something. Yeah, Jake, tomorrow. you hadn't even killed a deer yet. No, but somebody's gonna get something tomorrow. I I got it. I got that feeling. One of us is getting something tomorrow. I hope so. I hope so too. You know what's funny? I've never hunted a Saturday out here. That's true. <laughs> we didn't hunt last Saturday. The Saturday last year, because um, I was taking my son to the Monster Jam, and we were running Jordan's boat when he had the motor on it and it was notorious for breaking down so um i opted out of hunting that day so i could make sure i could get him to the monster jam that i killed that buck sunday morning last year you you got to point out too that not only is this josh's first time seeing the island but this is today was josh's first experience with public land that is correct is this also your first time hunting out of a climber yes what do you think oh, of that? Hey, hold up, hold up. What do you think of that Hasmore seat? It's nice. It, uh, it's, it's comfortable. Uh, I can see where the, the whole sweat thing ain't going to be an issue. Yeah. It, it, it breathes. Yeah. You, you sit in a boat seat, it's about the same as a normal climber. You're going to start sweating a little bit. <laughs> that one, you're not going to have an issue with it. I was in the, the hang-free saddle today, and uh, that's, that's my your first, first hunt. hunt. Yeah. So, well, I mean, t the first you know day hunting in the saddle and uh i'm a fan i like i told you today i said I'm, i wasn't uncomfortable but i wasn't comfortable either but that's going to come with experience and figuring uh, it out i was going to say it's a uh it's a vastly different style of hunting yeah and it's something that uh you have to learn your like tweaks with to right. make it more comfortable for you yeah like where i told you my platform i pulled the screw out right. so that it tweaks more because that's more comfortable for me so you'll you'll figure it out as you go i've i've uh in the all the sits that i've done in it i've uh lengthened my bridge shortened my bridge and done a longer tether and i've got kind of what i like now between my bridge and my tether and I kind of know like where I want to be with what, all that. What killed me this afternoon is I was so stinking comfortable this morning with the pine tree right behind me. Like I was golden there, man. Did you use your back band? I didn't need to. I just leaned no, against I mean the other pine afternoon. tree. Yeah, I, well, I used yeah. it some this morning and uh, a lot this afternoon. The back band, it, it helps a lot. Uh, but I'm, I'm a fan. I like the saddle. Uh, there was a point today where, like, if I had if I had my Hasmore seat, I'd have been asleep. Yeah. No questions asked. But also, in the climber, I would not have seen. It would have been difficult for me to see the bear because it was the way I would have had to face in the climber. It would have been behind me. Mm-hmm. I do say it's one thing about a saddles. Uh... I've yet to sleep in it yet. I don't know that it's not possible, but uh, I feel more alert in a saddle. Yeah. I feel like I move around more. Larry get to say his piece? No, Larry ain't said nothing. He wandered inside. He had to, he was waiting on you to get out. Yeah, I, I vacated it and he'll be back in just a second. 
So this morning we're walking in and turn around and it's me and Josh, right? I said, what are you thinking, man? Where should we set up? And he says, I don't know. I don't know what I'm doing. And I didn't, like, think nothing of it. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, this guy. And then we're sitting here and Will's like, oh, you've never hunted in a climber. I'm like, oh, shit. Man, I missed. Did you know how to set it up? But was that difficult for you? I went over that when at the house. I've used it at my house a couple times. Learned how to set it up. Okay, yeah. You done with this? Yeah. But I didn't. When you're like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I didn't think nothing of it. I was like, oh, yeah, he's... Because we had talked. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing either. Yeah, I don't know what I'm doing either. <laughs> I'm like here, and there's some trees, and hopefully we find a lot of poop, because that usually pays out pretty good. At least with <laughs> oh, pigs. There's a lot of poop on that island, but it's bear. Yeah, dude, there's a lot of bear poop out there. Yeah. A lot. You we walked... walk 10 feet without seeing a new Listen, we came out... <laughs> we came when we were coming out to come back and have lunch there was a fresh pile no and then when we were going back out that pile had been eaten by ants and then there was another like there was a steaming a new steaming pile on that same trail along with all the other piles of berry seeds that you know listen listen there was I, I come up a pile on a pile so fresh this morning, and I mean a mongo turd, son. The blowflies hadn't even had a chance to get to it yet. I it it stopped steaming probably about the time just before I turned the corner and found it. And it was I saw that and I said, I don't know that I want to hunt right here. <laughs> and I kind of walked up. I was like, I'm gonna make this work. And then I realized all the point that I wanted to hunt was all water. I mean, it was it was over ankle deep water which isn't bad for the deer but you didn't have waterproof boots well yeah but the deer that's hoof you get hoof rot from that too they don't only if they have to and they don't have to they can i was walking on a very heavily traveled trail through there the deer move around the edge of it but in order for me to sit and hunt it i had to walk in you know 30 yards into it i i did notice that today on my morning sit that I, when I wandered, because I couldn't find a tree that I really liked, so I walked to the edge of the woods, and when I hit the edge of the Palmetto Flat in the woods, there was a, I mean, cattle trail right there on the edge. I mean, those deer work the mess out of that edge between the Palmetto Flat and the woods. So, where I sat this afternoon, there was a lot of deer tracks, there's mud in there, a lot of deer tracks in the mud. Uh, and it, I don't know. There, there's deer working through there because it's near the camera. Yeah. So hopefully there's it pays a buck off on that camera. Hopefully somebody kills it. Unless, well, somebody could have killed it last weekend too, I guess. Yeah. We'll see. Larry, what'd you think? Oh, you said this is day two? Yeah. Day one. Day one, night, night two. two. Okay. That seems a little bit better. Oh, wasn't too bad. Started off, we got there, 
Uh, I had a couple visitors other than us. The wind was nice pretty much all day. Yeah. It blew. Didn't really get too hot. Tonight, it kind of died back down close to uh, sunset. And I do believe uh, I fed every mosquito in uh, <laughs> Tick Island. I felt a little woozy coming down on the climber. But all in all, it was a good day. It was a good first day hunt. So I'm excited about tomorrow morning and see what that entails. Um, possibly coming down at some point, doing a little scouting in an area that I noticed tonight on the old Onyx app that uh, I want to take a gander at. But other than that, Will had himself a nice little ribeye steak. It was wonderful. Yeah, turned out pretty good. wasn't too bad. Are we still waiting on the potato? The potatoes are probably done. I'm waiting. Yeah. All right. Flip that, flip that uh, lid over and lay them on that sucker for a minute. But hopefully we uh, we catch something trying to slip through tomorrow. So. So the highlight of tomorrow, deer or no deer, is. We're going to get out of the woods, and we're going to come back here to, to the cabin. And we're going to have half-moon sandwiches for breakfast. Did you get eggs? Yeah, we, we did. Eggs. So we're going to have half-moon sandwiches for breakfast. Uh, and that's going to be about right. That's going to be dandy. But now we're going to have fireside baked potatoes. There's a... Uh, good chunk of fat hanging on a rod out here maybe catch a catfish maybe catch a turtle either way dinner tomorrow just depends on how greasy it's going to be i guess oh i did find a dang box turtle shell today oh man i i did too and it's at the base i grabbed it and it's at the base of my tree uh so I gotta grab it tomorrow morning. This one was was bleached pretty good. This one was definitely white. Yeah. But it was completely intact. So uh, mine didn't have the bottom. No, mine didn't have the bottom either. But the whole top of the shell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, came across a big old snake skin. Now that sucker was three inches wide. Jesus. Yeah. Could you tell? Snake skin. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'd imagine that big is probably a rattlesnake. Hmm. But, and uh, we've come across a few snakes out there. A black racer, uh, that little ringneck snake, and then uh, the uh, water bandit right here we pulled the boat up tonight. I have seen more water moccasins in my pursuit of public land this year than I have in a very long time. <laughs> so, but we finishing it out. Everybody said what they need to say. Yeah? Everybody shaking their heads, yeah? Yeah. All right. Well, we'll check back in tomorrow.
The Under Pressure Outdoors podcast is brought to you in part by Hang Free. With a mission to provide top quality products for the best possible price, Hang Free believes that the saddle hunting experience is worth more than money. They create both tried and true products as well as debut new items to the saddle hunting community, creating a community of saddle hunters that don't have to break the bank to participate in the hobby that they love. Do yourself a favor and join the Hang Free family this hunting season. They truly have everything you need. Don't forget to use offer code UPO10 at checkout for 10% off your order at hangfree.co. Chicken. We're having campfire chicken. You know what we're not having? Deer. Deer. Fuck you. You know why? Because Larry missed the shot. Because Larry can't shoot. <laughs> this is, uh, was this night three? Right? It's night three, so we got the last hunt tomorrow morning, and it's over with. We we should be sitting here eating fresh backstrap, uh, but, you know, I mean, Shit happens. Larry gave it an honest try. Don't Jake run, watched it run away. away. Were you there? Exactly. Was it an honest try? Hey, but you know what? Listen. I don't know if he actually shot at the deer or if he just shoot to shoot. Listen here. Which one are you drinking? I might not even put the bullet in there. It could have been just powder. Yeah, it could have been just primer. I don't know. I didn't see no smoke. I'm I'm looking. Uh, I'm looking forward to the fact that I get to go sit where that one dude's been sitting where I tried to sit before I sat where I'm sitting now. That's a lot of sitting, isn't it? That's why he's not coming back tomorrow. He's already shot that deer over when there. I When I talked to him this afternoon at the boat and we're dealing with FWC, the, the officer said, uh, you coming back in the morning? He said, no. I guess he's a fishing captain. And uh, he said, no, I'm not. He said, I gotta, I'm, I'm running a charter tomorrow. So, And I said, were you the one that I walked in on the other day? He said, yep. I said, I'm stealing your spot. Because <laughs> he said he's seen... Eight or nine does last night. Seen a spotted fawn tonight. But, well, we'll see in the morning. Jordan, what you got to report on? Man, I didn't see nothing but turkeys. And uh, a whole entire army of squirrels. I don't know. I did notice today, though, that about the time deer 30 sets in, like squirrels were going crazy and about the time deer 30 sets in the woods just get dumb quiet yep. i was like it's kind of eerie how how quiet it was in there but no just saw turkeys i was ready to lock and load when that big old gobbler come in because it sounded like a deer walking into me but uh just an old long beard that's about it jake you want to tell us your half of the story? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell about the deer I saw. So I seen the biggest Florida deer you'd ever seen today. <laughs> this deer had to be every bit of 225 pounds. And I seen it. It was coming out. It was a little too far away for me to shoot, but I was, I was going to take a shot. And it's hopping over those palmettos, and it's hopping, 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 and it's not stopping. And I'm meeting at it, and hooting and hollering, and hey, yay, yay, stop, stop. Meeping, meeping, meep, meep, meep. 
I was probably doing the wrong sound. I ended up saying stop, but it didn't listen to me. Yeah, well, I tried everything. I even tried to stop, and it didn't work. So I see it, and it's going towards Larry. So I call Larry up and said, hey, man, look over your right shoulder. There's a deer five yards underneath your stand, man. It's right there. So Larry Larry gets off the phone. He says, all right, I got it. I see it. And he hangs up the phone, and I hear, boom. But I didn't see no smoke. Come out at the end of his muzzle loader. I just heard a pop. I mean, and come to find out, Larry had forgotten to. He didn't forget to put the primer in. He just forgot the powder in the bullet. So I do have the shirt tail from Larry today hanging, hanging in the wall in there. I'm gonna take it and put it. In, I don't know if I'm gonna put it in my gun safe or I'm gonna put it in my office. But I do have his shirt tail. He did give that up reluctantly. Hey, we put it in the podcast studio. As long as it's in a shadow box. Yeah, I'll frame it up nice. It needs I'll to be nice given nice. from Larry to Jake. I'll build one for you. Yeah, red velvet background. Yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. That's right. From Larry to Jake. Right now, it's hanging right there in the door. Right now, it is in the doorway. He didn't think I'd get his shirt, but I did. I told him all he had to do is drink a couple beers and take that Ambien, and I'd get it from him. Did cover the windows? No. I don't know what that is, but I ain't got a shirt like that. Well, not anymore, because it's not really a shirt without the back of it. Uh, them skeeters get you real good. You do that, <laughs> yeah, you wear that one. Them skeeters get you all up. So we're going to let Josh tell the story about how Larry missed the deer today before we hand the microphone over to Larry. Hang on. Now, mind you, you guys are all, what, about 250, 200, 250 yards apart? He's I was, every bit about 400 from me. Josh is about 400 from Larry. How far are you from Larry, about, Jake? I was about right in the middle of both of them. No, I'm so I was about 200 from each. I was a little more further away from Josh no, than no, I was from Larry. You. According to Onyx. Huh? That's not Larry's shirt. 300? Yeah. He was, I was a little further from Josh. I said that that's not Larry's shirt. It's Josh's shirt. He, he sacrificed up trying to make Larry get her eyes out of Larry. And I think it worked because he just went to check it out. <laughs> <laughs> no, I actually brought it to get the Jordan. Because the shirt's too small for me. So I figured Jordan could wear it. He did it, but Larry went in there. You see how mad he was? He went to check his fucking clothes. Right he now. get in my bag. That sucks to lose the back of your shirt, don't it? Yeah. Had a pretty relaxing day. Just swayed in a tree. Hear a gunshot go off, waiting for the uh, response. Didn't come as like we thought it was going to. It took a while. Now nah, even Jake asked. <laughs> so we, after a while, we kind of knew it wasn't a good deal. But hearing a shot, somebody seeing deer was a, was a good deal. That's good. Yeah. With it, we got a pretty good spot over there. We'll try it again in the morning. Well, me and Jake should try. Larry should try again. <laughs> <laughs> it's <clears throat> it's it's a for me. It's a confidence building thing. Finally, somebody sees a deer. 
Right, because up until this afternoon, ain't nobody seen nothing. Not even Armadillo's. Not Dillas. that guy. He saw nothing. But, yeah, not even Armadillo's. Well, of our group, one. yeah. He's scrolling Florida Hunters Network looking at deer. Um, but uh, it's a confidence booster. When somebody in the group sees a deer, shoots at a deer or whatever, that we're not crazy. There are deer on that island. So it's it's always good to have that that happen like that. Oh, they are god-awful thick. You know, that's what the part of the thing I saw this year versus last year. Everything out there was shorter because of that fire. So it was still, I mean, plenty thick, but the trails through the center were, I mean, you could drive a dang car down it and not get a scratch last year. But you're walking side trails. I haven't seen the center trails. Have you looked at you? We went through the center trail today. Did you? <clears throat> Thick. Could you could you not have driven a car down the center trail last year and not got a scratch? 100%. Yeah. I think that island's gotten thicker every day we go out onto it. I walked past my setup this afternoon by 40 yards, turned around and came back, walked past it a second time, turned around again and then saw my platform up in the tree i was like finally and at that point when i walked past it three times or twice in the daylight i was like i'm taking this down tonight because i got to get in the dark in the morning it's like I ain't, i'm gonna be sitting on the ground waiting till daylight to just try and find my dang tree uh but i don't know i mean didn't see a bear today so i guess that's good that island's packed full of dang bears right now I tell you, one of the biggest letdowns was Jake Texan. Because I didn't hear a shot. Yeah. I was on the complete other side. And uh, Jake texted, I just seen a buck. And then shortly after that happened, I hear William text. He was like, was that you, Jake? And I'm like, oh yeah jake shot something and then he's like larry and i'm like yes larry shot something and then larry missed <laughs> i don't know about you guys but the whole like straight decline to my day was when i walked up in the dark and uh i hear how you doing this evening fish and wildlife officer uh but no i mean we had we had a good we had a good evening and, and everybody was legal nobody got a ticket we had a good conversation with the with the game warden uh but uh i don't know man that's just one of them things you just don't want you don't want to see that you don't want to run into the game warden my first game warden stop first public land hunt public land hunt first game warden stop got her 15 foot in the tree stand today <laughs> So, feel forget about that. Aren't y'all glad I made you pull your permits up and sign them before we left the other day? Yep. <laughs> I had mine on paper. I forgot to print mine out. With no license. But he took it yeah, just I fine. Didn't have my hard card yet. He took it just fine on the on the phone. He did. He did. In the yeah. end, he even waited for me to pull it up on Jordan's because mine was dead. So oh, that's good. That's good. All right, Larry. Yeah, Larry. Give it to us straight. Yourself. Explain why you missed, Larry. I don't think I have to. I think all four of y'all did a great job of that for me. Tell us 
so from start to miss. To start to miss. Well, <laughs> well, we went into the afternoon hunt. It was a good ride. Uh, got there. Everybody exfilled uh, except Jordan. So if we're gonna start off telling stories. Yeah, yeah, we gotta tell the whole Jordan story gets over. off the boat and he's like, uh, I got a problem. I forgot my harness, and we're like, Yeah, that's a fucking problem. No, he forgot his saddle. A oh, saddle, excuse me. His yeah. saddle. So we took a, a second trip back to the cabin to retrieve the saddle. Yeah, let me get a little added. Uh turned around, got back to the uh the island. Um docked the boat, walked in. I met Jake. Uh, right outside where I was posted up the past couple days, we scouted out a new, uh, new area west of where we were on the island, found some good sign, some fresh beddings, um, some fresh trails, so we decided today we're going to move over here. So, we packed up, moved over there, we, we found a couple trees that we liked, uh, I know Jake got a hold of Josh, Josh moved over there to where we were as well. Got situated, climbed up the tree. About, I'd say it was probably about good solid. Three and a half hours later, I get a phone call. Well, it was well after feeding time. It was well after feeding the major feeding time. What, what time? That, what, like that, yeah. That deer must have been sick as fuck to be out that late after feeding time. He was starving. Yeah. He was starving. And, uh,. Go ahead and uh, Jake called me. He's like, Larry, just saw a buck. At least three on one side. He's heading your way. Well, of course, that was to my back. So I turned around and I'm sitting on the rail of the climber looking for this buck. And finally, and uh, finally I see his head. And that's all I could see through uh the palmettos and he's coming around he's getting closer and it was probably about a good 70 75 yards he stopped and all i could see is his head facing my direction well i squeezed that trigger cross arrows on his forehead smoke nothing didn't see a dadgum thing after that <laughs> i waited about i don't know 10 12 minutes Slowly got down. Like a lifetime for me. I'm sure it did. For what do you mean you, for I'm, you? I'm just standing there and I'm watching you. When's he coming down? You know what? He was actually standing there, ten feet from my stand. After you know, like seconds after I pulled that trigger, he was already down. He was oh, walking yeah, over to me. Hey, my man shot this deer. <laughs> I had full confidence. That and this, uh, this man had shot that deer. You was down and over there just like that. Just oh, like yeah. that. Like. Oh yeah. If you'd have found blood, I'd have got out. And yeah. Got out. Well, I, we walked over there and uh, to where the area I figured that, you know, it was. And he walked around, I walked around, and he's like, you know, I'm confident in this. I'm like, I'm not. All I could see was his head. That's, that's the only thing I saw of the whole body. So I aimed pretty much just in the lower portion and uh, go for there and hope for the best and I mean we walked around what 10 15 minutes and uh nothing yeah, then uh 
even before he got to me where we double checked jake got to me and we double checked as i walked over there to where i shot him he shot at shot at and uh i got in the area where i lost him was about another 15 yards east of where i was heading and I, all i could see him was he was pouncing getting smaller in the distance and he was gone and that's the uh the gist of that so now to, to preface all this the moon is so full right now you can about see the shine on the gator's eyes we could load back up in the boat go back out to the island and probably hunt pretty well oh yeah in the middle of the night <laughs> yeah absolutely not with the out there. <laughs> yeah not with the skeeters but uh it's it's so dang full so we uh slept in a little bit got to the island at about 10 30 11 o'clock this morning some of us did some of us had to come back for crap <clears throat> jordan um <laughs> Well, some of us just came back and stayed, <coughs> Larry. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, the major feed time today was at noon, and then but had we not chose to go at eleven and sit, you wouldn't have been there when the deer came out. We were going back out yesterday. We came out at four. Yeah, that's your call. No, I. Uh, in fact, I wasn't the one that wanted to get down yesterday. Hey, you know what? Got hungry, didn't bring no snacks, want to come back for food, and he's just trying to pass the buck on to somebody. You else. know what, though? No, we 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 can we can because this is all Larry's fault. <laughs> you know what? It is Larry's wrong. fault because if he would have shot a deer today, we wouldn't talk, be talking about yesterday. We'd be talking about Larry's kill today. Yeah, you're exactly all because right. We'd have we if, if Larry, yeah, oh yeah, and I wished on two fallen stars last night. Somebody'd kill a big buck today, and Larry went and screwed it up. Uh, so I gotta keep watching that direction. Maybe I'll see another one. I wish specifically for Jake. Maybe he won't screw it up. Oh, he will. Uh, <laughs> but uh, well, I mean, Jake saw it and didn't shoot. I, yeah, I, yeah, that is true. That is very true. I do got to say, in Larry's defense, Will did sight in his muzzle loader because Larry couldn't do it. Okay, okay. And in Will's defense, Larry mounted his muzzle loader and apparently didn't mount it right because the whole scope just falls right off the end of the barrel i don't like you can't shoot like that man that's why you missed today what's wrong with you damn infantryman <sighs> well can't fire chickens cooking should be fresh backstrap but it's not should already had dinner and gone to bed but we're not that's all right we, 10.30. I'm saying if Larry would have killed oh, the deer, no, we'd already yeah. had dinner and gone to bed yes. by now. No, we we'll, we'll be going to bed promptly after this recording so that he can wake up tomorrow. You know, I've been up at 4.30 every day. Yeah, well, you ain't been out of bed. My, oh, I, did, I did, too. My alarm went off at 4.30 this morning. I got up, walked around the cabin, took a piss, laid back down, went back to sleep. Mine's walked around the cabin. He went two steps, took a piss, and went to bed. I walked into the kitchen. 
The coffee pot woke you up? Yeah, 4.30. Now, that's, a, that's an ironic thing because I woke up this morning and I looked at the coffee pot and I'm like, who drank coffee? Because I made coffee the first morning and I guess the timer went off again today. And Jake's like, well, I had coffee. And I was like, this day old coffee two, that reheated I itself. Of it. No, I put it in the microwave. <laughs> I did too, yeah. Was that, you turned the coffee pot off last night? I didn't set it again last night. That coffee that y'all drank today, well, I made another pot this morning, but the coffee that drank, yeah, it was from day one. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I put two cups in the microwave. I couldn't figure out whose phone was going off at 4.30 in the morning, but it was a coffee pot. Oh, my phone went off at 4.30 in the morning. No, it went on for like a long time. It was pissing me off. Yeah, I, I've turned it off at like 4.36. It was too quiet. I was having dreams about it going off, and I couldn't figure out why. I thought I'd turn my alarm off, but I didn't. And I woke up and realized it was my phone making noise. In oh, fact, fucker. it was it was so quiet that I thought it was Jordan's phone going off. And I was about to go run him up a tree because he'll set 17 alarms to get up one time. You know what he does do, though? He gets up and hunts the morning. <laughs> Fair. Well, that's not true. It is true. No. Well, in your experience, in my much longer experience... If he you don't wake him. Jordan up, he won't get up and hunt in the morning. Hey, and I, in my defense, who's been the first one out here sitting in a chair in the morning? Oh, All right, raise your hand now. if you don't have kids. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Depends on where it is. Oh, Lord. Well, we better, uh, probably better flip them chickens. Where's the tongs? On the table. That's where they've been for the last two days, anyway. Well, let's fucking Larry decide to move the tongs. We'll we'll check back in tomorrow after the hunt and let you know. Hopefully, it's from dragging a deer. Moves the tongs, moves the scope. <laughs> Fart moves the boat. That boat quick. We touch them. Uh, we'll catch y'all tomorrow. <laughs>